A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. At the end, what, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. In 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains. And um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants. You all will have implants. Around 20, 2030, I would say that by then, definitely the smartphone as we know it today will not anymore build, be the usual, kind of the most common interface. Wow. This, this, many of these things will be built directly into our, our, our bodies. This, this, many of these things will be built directly into our, our, our bodies. FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So it is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. The new accounting is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having a almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy. This new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private, but what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. Where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So, individual carbon footprint tracker. Individual carbon footprint tracker. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of Connect Those Dots, and I am your host, as always, of this humble little podcast, Joe. Now, I know what the news cycle is going on with. I know Joe Biden gave his big old Hitler speech over on Thursday. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. MAGA forces extreme MAGA Republicans, the extreme MAGA ideology. MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. I know every 
newsperson, podcaster, commentator, you name it, they're talking about the Joe Biden Hitler speech. But what really is the difference between that speech and all of the other speeches that he's given? right? It's all the same nonsense that he says over and over and over again. Threat to our democracy, Republicans should be outlawed, MAGA people, MAGA people are domestic terrorists. It's all nonsense. It's all BS. And I honestly don't want to get baited into just doing what everybody else is doing and just talking about the goofy Joe Biden speech. Nobody takes Joe Biden seriously. Nobody likes him. Everyone hates him. If you're not a complete bought and paid for corrupt acolyte of the system or a totally just just brainwashed drone, then you hate Joe Biden. You think Joe Biden's a joke. No one likes you. No one likes you. I mean, the hashtag pedo Hitler was trending on Twitter. You can see endless memes of Joe Biden. You know, just go on Instagram, type in Joe Biden Hitler, type in pedo Hitler, type in Joe Biden speech. You'll see endless memes. Go on the Babylon Bees Instagram page, and they made like 30 different memes of Joe Biden's Hitler speech. So we can go on and on and talk about the Joe Biden Hitler speech, but I just feel like it's sort of swimming in waters that we're really used to, you know? It's kind of treading old ground. I could sit here and make fun of Joe Biden for an hour and say how horrible his speech was and say how much of a threat it is to the values of this country and how pretty much illegal it is to sit there and ostracize and alienate and demonize. They say half of the country, but I think at at this point it's more than half of the country. People are sick of Joe Biden. People are sick of his corruption. Even people that don't know about the WEF, even people that don't know about the Great Reset, even people that don't know about the New World Order, they're over Joe Biden. They're sick of Joe Biden. Quite frankly, I'm sick of him as well. So I'm not going to get roped into sitting here and dedicating my whole episode this week to the Joe Biden Hitler speech. I'm touching on it right now. I'm remarking on it right now. It's a joke. It's redundant. He's a joke. He's a puppet. Everything he says every single time he goes onto the podium is the same exact thing every single time. So there's really nothing new here. But do yourself a favor. Go go, go on the Babylon Bees Instagram. Go go search the hashtag uh, pedo Hitler and you'll, you'll just see endless. Nobody likes this guy. Nobody wants it. And everybody was offended and taken aback even the people at cnn were like i can't believe that he just did that speech with the glowing red lights and the military brandishing the military behind him and and then he sits there and says republicans are authoritarian i mean come on come on you come on man come on man so now that we got that out of the way i want to get into the real meat of this particular episode and i talk about this type of topic um a lot on this show because I think it is one of the one of the most important things of the New World Order agenda, of the 2030 agenda, of the Great Reset Build Back Better agenda is the transhumanist aspect of it. Now, I did an entire episode about transhumanism. You can go back and listen to that one, but but this one's not going to be particularly about transhumanism because This is about what they have in store for you, the peasant, the plebeian, the useless eater. 
the people that they want to depopulate, the hackable animal. Humans are now hackable animals. Because they have transhumanist aspirations for themselves. They want to upgrade themselves, so to speak, quote-unquote, upgrade. They want to transcend being a human. They think the human design is flawed and bad and needs to be scrapped and done away with. And they want to merge with machines, upload their conscious, all these things. We're talking about humanity becoming like the gods but they don't want that for you they want to glorify it in front of you they want to show you movies and tv shows where people are integrated with technology and it empowers them but they don't want your empowerment they don't see you as being worthy of the potential of empowerment so as they ascend and become transhumanists and, and become as gods as they say you're not allowed to have quote-unquote godhood in their eyes, what they perceive as godhood and deification. It's more like defecation, if you ask me. No, 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 no. But what they have in store for you with the transhumanism aspect is the complete opposite of empowerment. It's to further subjugate you. It's to further atomize you. It's to further make you a label, make you a barcode, make you a commodity, make you a product. We talk about it all the time. We play you the clips of Harari. I play you the clips of Schwab. I played you in the beginning of this episode, all those globalists telling you that what they got in store for you with their cybernetic re revolution. And to understand where we are now and where we're heading... We have to understand where we've been. We, under, we have to understand how we got here. So I'm going to turn back the clock a little bit to 30 years ago. This is a clip from the 90s of a bunch of men during a, a newscast. I don't exactly know where this newscast was. But they're sitting here and they're talking about the dangers of the New World Order. Because we know the plans of the New World Order are over 100 years old. They've had this plan for 100 years. The secret societies, the Club of Rome, Rockefeller Clown, uh, found, <laughs> Rockefeller Clown Nation, <laughs> Rockefeller Foundation, Council of Foreign Relations, World Economic Forum, the whole, the, the, the whole shebang, all, all, the, all the usual suspects that we talk about here, they've had this plan for a while. So here's, from 30 years ago, a bunch of very enlightened men predicting, foreseeing, forecasting the future goals of this self-proclaimed New World Order. New World Order really consists of three aspects. There is a New World political system that everyone today is calling the New World Order. As well as that, there is a, an economic plan for the New World Order. And that is called the New World Economic Order. Uh, in addition to those two items, there is a third plan for religion. You see, uh, the planners of the world know that men need a religion of some kind, even if it's a false one. So they have a plan to give us a new age world global occultic religion so really there's there's three aspects to this new world order a new world economic order in which a computer chip will be injected into our hands or foreheads as a means to track control and identify us and will also be used to uh, make our purchases and scan it well they've, they've already put the program in in los angeles in fact uh, right. a trilateralist uh, named 
Mayor Bradley, Uncle Tom Bradley, was uh, responsible for putting right. this in dogs. Right. And your children will be uh, considered like animals. Like animals. Sound familiar? Oh, they do it to dogs. You'll be considered an animal. Who said that before? Humans are now hackable animals. Let's go on. And yeah, operating absolutely. through the Council on Foreign right. Relations, through the Trilateral right. Commission, through the Club of Rome, through Global 2000, which right. wants to reduce the population mm -hmm. of the planet by, uh, what is it, 25%. Uh, 25, mm -hmm. 25 oh. that's two, uh, 1 billion, 250 million people have to be exterminated by the year 2000. Well, they, they can do that. So they essentially, this, technology. this Illuminati is, is the group of men who control not only all the money on the planet through all the world banks and the Federal Reserve and so on, but they control essentially all the governments. And so these men are planning to bring, a, uh, bring about a global form of government that's unique in all history. It's a total enslaving system of world communism and fascism controlled by a hierarchy in Europe uh, that uh, Anthony calls what? The oligarchy. Well, no, I call it the evilarchy. The evilarchy. The oligarchy okay. of evil. So these men are satanically inspired, and of course we get that term from the Bible, which means the devil, they're satanically inspired to bring about a global form of government to every nation on earth. I mean, w w what an enlightening conversation. If only we had people like this speaking out now and popularizing it now. But that's where people like me come in. That's where people like the alternative media come in to illuminate. To illuminate the Illuminati, essentially. Shed a light on this these this group of people, these secret societies that have been marketed in our mainstream consciousness as this shadowy Illuminati. But make no mistake, they're real, they're here, we're seeing them right now, they've taken the mask off, they've shown themselves in their public arm that they call the World Economic Forum, that's the public arm of the Illuminati, and... What these men are talking about here in that clip that I just played is just just so important, so dead on. You hear them talking about marks in the hand, in the forehead to buy and sell. We hear them talk about how these people of this Illuminati, of this New World Order, are satanically inspired. What does that mean, satanically inspired? Does that mean that they walk around listening to Slayer and lighting candles and wearing red and black and, and, and having pentagrams. Well, maybe it does, but really what it means is that they follow and they want to make manifest the prophecy that was depicted in Revelation 13 of the Bible, where it talks about a mark in the hand to buy and sell where it talks about worshiping the one world government, where it talks about a one world leader, an antichrist, a one world system, a one world religion, a total enslaving system on a global scale to make humans commodities, to take the humanity out of the human being. And that's what we're seeing now. So they were talking about, that's, that's the conversation that they had in the 90s over 30 years ago about what fruits will be bared from this seed planting of the New World Order. That's deep, bro. That's deep. And if you think that this isn't coming in your lifetime, I'm telling you it's already here. And you don't need me to tell you that it's already here. It's been here. 
So I played you 30 years ago. Now let's fast forward to three years ago. Before the COVID, before the hysteria, before the lockdowns, before the Illuminati New World Order cult has shown themselves to the world, okay? This was already going on. People were already getting chipped. This report I'm going to play you right now is uh, from three years ago uh, from the publication Al Jazeera in England. So English Al Jazeera. And it's focusing on Sweden. Now, Now, Sweden seems to be very popularizing this new system. It seems to be very much uh, taking off there, and the culture is really adopting it. It seems to be the, the beta test platform where they can roll out these under-the-skin implants and to see if they can popularize it, to see if they can really ingrain it in the culture, to see if they can really make this revolution happen. And I got to tell you, it's really not encouraging. So this report is from three years ago. And if you don't know what's going on in Sweden, and if you don't know the chip culture in Sweden, you're in for quite a revelation right now. The most cutting edge thing about Hannes Hörblad isn't the phone in his hand. It's the microchip actually in his hand. The tiny implant is the latest advance in a biohacking technology that is steadily becoming a part of normal life in Sweden. Now, what does that mean, biohacking? You're, you're hacking your own biology. You're augmenting. You're modifying. You're doctoring. You're editing. You're hacking your biology. That's what biohacking is. I know it sounds like some weird science fiction term that they would use in like Star Trek or something, but no, this biohacking, that's what it's called, to hack the biology of the human. Let's go on with this report. We have created a new implant, which is not a chip, it's a full device. Oh, it's not a chip, guys. It's not a chip, it's, it's just a chip. So they keep, and you're going to see throughout these reports, I got more I'm going to play you throughout this episode, they keep trying to tell you, oh, it's not a chip, it's not a chip, but it is, it's exactly what it is. Where you can add different lights, different uh, vibration, different functions. Sweden is a very tech-literate society, and I think this is the main explanation, really, why a lot of Swedes are uh, adopting chip implants. So, so he just said that it's not a chip, and then he just goes on to say that people are getting chips. It is just doublespeak constantly, and I don't even think that this guy's doing it intentionally. He's just already been immersed and indoctrinated and mind-warped into this doublespeak mentality that he, he believes the BS. So that, that's the type of Stockholm Syndrome. Because they know they don't want to be like, oh, we want to chip you, we want to chip you. They know that intrinsically a human hears that, a chip? Mm, that's weird. And they, then they go on to say, oh, but it's not a chip, but, but yes, it actually is. So I just want you to understand the psychology of this. Swedes haven't been shy about upgrading themselves with the new version. Thousands already have microchip implants that they use in their daily lives. Waving their hand to gain entrance to the gym, confirm their ID or make payments. A short moment of pain, not putting them off, becoming part Swede, part machine. This event is an implant party, simply where ordinary people can show up 
and get a microchip embedded under their skin. The biohacking movement in Sweden is hosting them all over Europe, but it's at home where they get the most willing recipients. I think it's really cool. You don't have to carry any keys or anything. It's just your body. In maybe 10 years, everything will be in your hand. And that's the thing. Oh, it's really cool. I'm going to be a cyborg. I'm going to be like Terminator. I'm going to be like Blade Runner. I'm going to be like Otter Carbon. It's really cool. This is the next step in human evolution. I don't have to carry keys. I don't have to ha carry a wallet. I don't even have to have brain in my head. I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to think about the repercussions. It's all about convenience. They sell you on this convenience. And that's why you see the people, they walk around. They pay with their, their Apple Pay. They pay with their, their smart watch. They wear the Fitbits all the time. They use the wearables. And that's what Klaus said. On French TV, you could look this up. I, I wouldn't play it on this podcast because it's in French and uh, you're not going to be able to read s subtitles <laughs> because it's audio on this podcast. But Klaus is on there on French TV in, I want to say, 2011. And he's talking about how now we all have a supercomputer with us at all times. Uh, soon we're going to be having wearables, and then the wearables will become a uh, part of us. It will be integrated with our biology. So they understand the steps that they need to take. They understand what they're doing. They know that it's incremental. Once we've been habituated on these phones and we cannot live without them, we are already in the state where we cannot live without these phones. And I'm not saying that the technology is a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. But the insidious ulterior motive of the technology and what the actual end game goals of it are, are what we just need to be mindful of, are what we need to be aware of. We need to know where this is going. You cannot just be in a daze like these Swedish people and just be like, oh, convenience. Yeah, put the chip in my hand. Oh, it's glowing. It's glowing. I can make it different colors in my hand, make it glow different colors. But it's getting you to think that it's cool. It's getting you to think that it's necessary. It's getting you to think that it's the only logical next step for you. That's how they package it. That's how they advertise it. In Sweden, more than anywhere else, the future is already here. The national train company SEA has around 2,600 people signed up to use microchips instead of train tickets. See, like, I just don't understand, though. Like, Is it really that inconvenient to have a train ticket? Is it really that in inconvenient to have a plane ticket? Is it really that inconvenient to have a physical ticket that you carry with you? Is it more convenient to carry a ticket with you? Or is it more convenient to have something implanted under your skin that's there forever and it's completely integrated into everything that you do. Which one is more convenient to you? Just carrying around a physical piece of paper saying that I can get on the train, I bought this plane, this train ticket? Or having a, a surgical operation where they implant technology into your, into your muscle tissue? Bruh. So that's the double speak too. That's the reverse thing too. Oh, it's so convenient. Just get this chip underneath your skin. It's for convenience. If you ask me, I think it's more convenient to just have a, a physical ticket, show it to the clerk, and get on with my life. And no need to mind the generation gap. 18-year-old Felicia and Father Magnus still bear the scars of their new implants. Student Hannah Herving is also freshly chipped and now just needs to program it to open doors. Although, importantly for a future career, it does already connect to her LinkedIn.
Bruh. That's it. The internet of things that they always talk about. Everything integrated. You are not, they want you, your physical body, your physical being to be integrated into their internet of things. And, 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 and in the video that I'm playing for you, you, you can see the chip under her skin bulging out through her skin. It, it's like this little bump in between the, the space between her, her thumb and her index finger. And you see this little bump right there. And it's, oh, it's so cool, it's so trendy, it's so now, it's so futuristic. Some people say I'm mad that, um, I don't know if it's safe and all that, but people have been putting these chips into animals for 20 years. So I'm not worried about that. Boom. Animals. Animals. People have been putting these chips into animals for years and years and years. And that is the complete cycle right there to make you an animal. A hackable animal, as my friend Yuval Noah Harari would say. Hackable animals. But it's all the cycle. It's all the cycle of making you a pet, making you an animal, locking you down with the COVID, making you a pet, making you domesticated, vaxxing you up, just like a pet, just like an animal that needs to get all these vaccines, sterilizing you, neutering you, so you can't procreate, and so your urges are stunted. And then at the end, chipping you, just like the dog that you are. Domesticate you, put you on a leash, vax you up, sterilize you, and now chip your ass up. That is the, that's the cycle. Do we not see the parallels here? Anybody who listens in the audience, you have a pet, you know what you do to that pet? These New World Order, Illuminist, Secret Society, Luciferian, whatever you want to call them, they see you as a pet, they see you as a useless eater, they see you as a nothing, they see you as a commodity, so just like the dog that you own, they imagine you as that dog, and that's why they are conducting the same exact procedures that you would conduct on your dog, on, on your pet dog. You see those dots? Did you connect those dots? Did you see those parallels? And she just accepts it. She just accepts the fact that she's looked at as an animal. She's all right with being an animal. Are you? I don't think so. It's definitely a no for me, dog. So that Sweden clip was from three years ago, before the pandemic, before all this nonsense, before this sort of new world that we're living in right now. Now let's fast forward to eight months ago. Now that all these Swedes are nice and chipped up and they're ingratiated in it and they're used to it and it, it, it's no big deal to them. Now they can use it for their COVID-19 passports. Oh, it's so convenient. Oh, it's so trendy. Look, I have my COVID-19 passport right here under my skin. I have my Mark of the Beast. It's so cool. Oh my gosh, so trendy. Uh, uh, uh. I think it's very much part of my own integrity to have myself chipped and keep my personal data there with me. I actually feel in a way that it's even more controlled on my end, having it in my own hand. <laughs> it's part of her own integrity to be chipped. <laughs> that is the reverse psychology, folks. That is the double speak mentality. So I have a chip implant in my arm and I have programmed uh, the chip so that I have my COVID passport and on the chip. And the reason is that I always want to have it accessible. And when I read my chip, I just swipe my phone on the chip and then I unlock 
and it opens up. This is a PDF, which is my COVID passport. And this means that it's always accessible for me uh, or for anyone else really who wants to read me. Uh, for example, if I go to the movies or go to a shopping center, uh, then people will be able to check my status, even if I don't have my phone. A chip implant costs, um, you know, 100 euros if you want to buy them the more advanced versions. And you can compare this with, for example, a health wearable that uh, will cost perhaps twice that. But at the same time, a chip implant you can use for 20, 30, 40 years, uh, whereas a wearable you can only use for three, four years. So. Trendy. So, I mean, he just, he just said what, what Klaus just said. It's the same thing as the wearables, but it's more convenient. More convenient instead of putting something on you, putting on a watch, putting on a Fitbit. It, he says it's more convenient to have the technology just integrated into your muscle tissue. Bruh. And then he sits there and says, if anybody wants to read me, if anybody wants to know my vaccination status, if everybody wants to know if I'm up to date on my vaccines, they could easily just scan my hand. Folks, this is this is the mark of the beast. This is mark of the this is this is no longer just training wheels of mark of the beast. This is this is it. This is moving toward it. This is the infancy of it. It's been born. It's no longer in the womb. It's no longer in the oven cooking. It's been taken out of the oven. It's on the table right now, cooling off. And we're going to have to eat it all. Like, it's here. It's already been here, too. We just didn't know about it. It just hasn't been popularized yet. And they are going to push the popularization of this. You are going to see your favorite celebrities. You're going to see people walking around, you're going to see news articles about chips and all this stuff. It's going to be popularized in your pop culture. You got to be ready for it. You got to understand that it's an attack on you. You got to understand that it's a trap. They're going to make it look cool. They're going to make it look trendy. They're going to tell you that you're going to be a cyborg. They're going to tell you that you're going to transcend. They're going to tell you that you're an obsolete human if you don't have it. They're going to say that you're not with the times if you don't have it. Just like Harari said, a lot of people sense that they are being left behind and left out of the story. People realize, and they are correct in thinking that, that the future doesn't need me. And what I liken it to in terms of its progression is if you, if you parallel it to the, the cell phones, and now we're with smartphones, back in the 80s, which was only like four, 40 years ago, they had the first cell phones. Remember like in, in Scarface when Tony Montana has that gigantic phone in his car that's like the size of a pineapple and he's talking on his phone and it was a revolutionary technology, those gigantic cell phones with the huge antenna wire on it. That's where we are now with the chip technology. We are in the infant stage of it. It's here, it's being used, it's being integrated, it's being woven into society. You see it right there in Sweden. They use the chip to scan their as a key card to enter their office. They use the chip in their hand as the car key to start their car. They use the chip in their hand as their digital wallet to pay for groceries, to pay for whatever they're buying at stores. The beast system is here. 
And the way they advertise it to you is a complete lie. They give it to you under the guise of convenience and progress and logical evolution, but it's not. It's not here to empower you. It's not here to help you. It's a Trojan horse for more surveillance. Surveillance under your skin. Surveillance under the skin. It is to further dehumanize you. Because whenever Apple rolls out their chip technology or Elon Musk rolls out his chip technology or Microsoft rolls out its chip technology, oh yes, of course, you know our boy Billy Gates has that under, under lock and key right now. You know our boy Billy Gates has that already in the can ready to roll out for you. They already have it. They have a patent, Microsoft, they have a patent on subdermal microchips attached to cryptocurrencies. And the ending serial number of that patent, okay, it's 060606. So you tell me, you tell me, is is the prophecy of Revelation real? Or are these people just so satanically influenced like those gentlemen in the 90s were saying in that clip that I played you earlier? Are they just so satanically influenced that they want to actually manifest that prophecy? They see that prophecy of complete global control, of a one world government, of chips to buy and sell, of one world religion, one world collective consciousness they see that and they want to make it manifest so so one or the other is real john the revelator got a vision of the future and created this prophecy of revelation either that's true he got that vision or these people just read the bible themselves and they'd say like oh look at this satanic one world order we, we should actually make this happen it's a pretty good plan so one or the other is true whether you believe in the bible or not These people read the Bible and they think it's cool to implement this satanic new world order prophecy that was detailedly depicted in the Bible in Revelations. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. But luckily everybody doesn't find this so normal. Luckily everybody doesn't just sit there and be okay with, Oh, hey, Chip, yeah, it's a a logical step in evolution. (laughs) No. Luckily we do have people that are actually still connected with their own humanity and their own intrinsic instinct of what it means to be a human. Here's from four months ago, a little news station in Orlando, they're doing a report on chips and hear the news reporters and how they react to this notion. Well, many have started paying for things with our phones, even watches. One company, though, wants to take that technology to another level by implanting a chip in your hand. (laughs) So, the overseas company Walletmore is selling the microchip in parts of Europe. 
It's about the size of a grain of rice, goes under the skin. It's Ouch. then activated using a digital wallet app. Mm. The chip is going for about $300. Mm. And the company says at least 200 people have gotten them implanted already. Who I would have people? many questions for a doctor about right. that. Yeah, how, how healthy Didn't look is very that micro, you? did it? No. <laughs> it was pretty big. I mean, it was a you, pretty big chip. I mean, you know a paper cut hurts. You're gonna yes. put a thing like that? You know, in what happens hand? if you have to change banks? You gotta like get right. That thing you gotta change it, it out. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't interested in it. Keep me it away from neither. me. I would just want to know how it affects your body. Yeah, it can't be good. It mm -hmm. can't be good to put some electronic device in your body and keep it there. Mm. Ooh, good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, yes, thank you. Thank you for having a normal human reaction. Thank you for being logical. Thank you for making sense. Thank you for uh, that there's actually people out there that are uh, even on TV that aren't completely dronified, that aren't completely NPCified, aren't completely mind-washed, aren't completely distorted in the double-think of this New World Order. Thank God that we still have some humanity left. And we're going to need it. We're going to need all the humanity that we can get. We're going to need all of the spiritual fortitude that we can muster up collectively all the people that do not agree with this all of the people that see the writing on the wall we are going to have to really have the spiritual fortitude here because when, when this rolls out hardcore and they start pushing it and they start mandating it and they popularize it and they put it into pop culture and they exclude you from going to certain restaurants if you don't have it. Oh, you don't have the specific new cryptocurrency that we only accept here. Sorry, you can't you can't eat at this restaurant. Sorry, you can't ride on this 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 bus. Sorry, you you can't go to this airline company because this particular airline company only accepts cryptocurrency. Crypto cryptocurrency. Once you cannot buy and sell without it, you're going to have to have a lot of spiritual fortitude to continue to resist it. And I got one more clip here, further popularizing the notion of this, further just introducing you to the notion of having this in your life. So here's, here's 60 Minutes, our good old friends over at 60 Minutes, where they, they put people like Yuval Harari on and tell you how much of a good guy he is, and they employ people like Aaron Anderson Cooper, and 60 Minutes just complete, bought and paid for by the establishment, totally ran by the World Economic Forum and funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, 60 Minutes, here they're, they're going to tell you how great it is to be chipped and then simultaneously tell you that it's not a chip, but it actually is a chip. Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current Dr. projects. Hepburn. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt, hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing? It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. Bruh. Like, what? Did, did this guy, like, actually hear himself when he said that statement? Let me play it for you again. Let me play you exactly what he just said right there again. It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. 
It's not some dreaded microchip, but oh, oh, it's not made of, it's made of gel though, so it's good for you. It's, it's not a dreaded microchip that tracks and traces you. It's a gel implant that tracks and traces you. Isn't that so much better? It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there. That tiny green thing in there. You put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're gonna have symptoms tomorrow. Wow. There's an actual transmitter in that? Yeah, it's like a check engine light. Check this sailor out before he infects other people. That's right. Check engine light. That's just further terminology and verbology that is made to dehumanize you. You're an engine, you're a machine, you're an animal. We gotta check you. We gotta make sure you're up to snuff so you don't spread a, a virus. They, they, they're like, oh, it's so good for COVID. And that's the things they wanna, they wanna make it mandatory. That's their big thing is that they wanna mandate it upon people, but they have to figure out a way. They have to figure out the crisis that's good enough to make everybody cr scared and crazed and malleable enough that they can enforce this upon people and have it accepted and adopted by the public at large. Sailors would get the signal, then self-administer a blood draw and test themselves on site. Look at that. We can have that information in three to five minutes. As you truncate that time, as you diagnose and treat, what you do is you stop the infection in its tracks. Woohoo! Yay! Now you're chipped, but oh, it, we, we knew that you're sick now though, isn't it so much better? Now we know that you're sick! It's so convenient! You don't have to take that stupid nose test that doesn't work all- I mean, it is just- it's just lie upon lie upon lie upon lie. They want to chip you so bad, they just need a pretext. They need a Hegelian dialectic good enough and sellable enough to have people accept this. So actually, it's funny, I want to tie this back to the Joe Biden speech. When Joe Biden says that all these people are terrorists and it's a threat on our democracy, all this nonsense, yada, yada. What if they start saying that we need to monitor everybody and account for them in a more iterative way? Surveillance on the streets isn't doing it anymore. Uh, phone tracking isn't doing it anymore. We need a surefire way that we can have no discrepancies here and we're able to track everybody to make sure that nobody's a criminal. Because if we criminalize everybody, if we make everybody into a criminal, right, then you, you, you got to prove yourself that you're not a criminal, just like the fake vaxes. Fake vaccines. You got to prove yourself that you're not going to get a virus and you're not going to infect people and yada yada. You got you to gotta be one of the club. You got to join our initiative. And oh, these people don't want to get chipped. Oh, what are they hiding? Oh, they must be terrorists. They must be threats to our democracy. 
They must be planning something. Why wouldn't they want to get chipped? Why wouldn't they want to be surveilled under the skin 24-7 every waking second of their life? Oh, they must be terrorists then. So that's how it plays in to the Joe Biden speech. That's how it plays in to the Hegelian dialectic. That's how it plays in to create a crisis and create a solution for it. But your solution was your goal the entire time. So you created a crisis so you can implement your so-called solution. That's deep, bro. That's deep. So get ready. Whether it's a new pandemic, whether it's um, threats of terrorism and saying that everybody is a terrorist, they're going to figure out a way. They're going to figure out a crisis so that they can start their new campaign of, you know, they had the whole 15 days to stop the spread, uh, safe and effective vaccines. You know, they're, they're going to have like a new slogan for you with the chip. Get the chip, save the world. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Save the world, get the chip. Be a team player. Be accounted for. Be a cyborg. Step into the future. Whatever way that they want to advertise it, whatever way that they want to try and sell it to the public, whatever fear tactics that they want to use to get you to submit, they're going to do it. Because this is their big shebang. Just like the pet analogy that I was telling you about, they locked us down already, they domesticated us already, they put us on, they put us on a leash already, okay? They vaxxed us up already, they want to sterilize us already and they have ways of sterilizing you that are all over the place, whether it's the GMOs in the food, whether it's the chemicals in the water, whether it's the chemicals in the air through the chemtrails, whether it is the trans agenda trying to make every child sterilize and chop their genitals off and tell little boys that they're girls and tell little girls that they're boys. That's depopulation. That's sterilization. That's neutering, just like you do to a pet dog. But the final thing that they have to do, the final, final nail in their coffin for you is the chip, is the surveillance under the skin, is having you become a commodity, is having you become a barcode. Once they roll it out and you got that apple chip inside of you, you're no longer a human. You are now a barcode. You are now a product. You are now a brand. You have been branded. You have been marked. So all those people out there that are like, oh, why would they want to give you a chip? They don't need you to give you a chip. They already got your phone. You can still throw out your phone. You can still throw your phone into the river and get away from it and go into the wilderness somewhere and get away from them, okay? You can still escape the phone. Even though we need it in our lives and it's been completely integrated in our lives and essentially we, we can't really live in our society that's been made for us now without these phones, you can still disconnect yourself from society. But these people are control freaks though. You don't understand that the phone is, is, is a training wheels of surveillance for you to get you used to being surveilled, to get you used to being watched, to get you used to being listened to. Their next step is the surveillance under your skin. Surveillance under the skin. He says it all the time. Surveillance under the skin, under the skin, under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. 
We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. It's their wet dream for you. And it's already in its it's already happening. It's already popularized in Sweden. It's already trendy. It's already part of the the culture and society in Sweden and spreading through Europe. So you're you're kidding yourself. You're delusional, you're ignorant if you think that they don't have a big agenda and plan to chip the society at large through their one world system because they are satanically influenced. Whether you believe the Bible or not, these people are conspiring to initiate policies that are completely influenced by the prophecy of revelation. Whether you believe the Bible or not, it's all in there and they're motivated by it. Why do you think the World Economic Forum has 666 in its logo? Why do you think the Microsoft subdermal implant has the, the serial barcode number of 060606? Why do you think Yuval Noah Harari, who talks about surveillance under the skin all the time, is, is completely diametrically opposed to the Bible and says Jesus Christ is fake news? They're satanically influenced. And whether they know it or not, whether Klaus Schwab sits there and prays at the altar of Lucifer or not, he's enacting the same exact policies. He's enacting the same exact steps that is taking us to the reality of what is described in Revelation. So just take this as a warning. So just just take this as a warning. And, and it, it's, it connects the dot to climate change as well. Blah, 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 blah. You know how they talk about your carbon tracking credit score? That's going to be completely integrated into your biological chip, your surveillance under your skin. Individual carbon footprint tracker. Many of these things will be built directly into our, our, our bodies. It's all one. Your cryptocurrency, your carbon credit rations, your what's going on in your body, what's going on if you're sick or not, scanning you, reading your mind, reading your heart rate, reading your, your chemical functions of what's going on in your body, scanning your endorphins, if you're angry, if you're sad, if you're happy, all about enslaving you, all about restricting you, all about making you a commodity, all about making you a sheep on this farm of the world or making you a pet in this giant house of earth because the globalists think that the earth is their house and they think that you are their pet in their house so they got to take all the steps that you would with a, with with the pet domesticate you vaccinate you sterilize you chip you and track you so th th this is a warning and if you don't think that this is real if you don't think that this is coming if you are that delusional or that misinformed you need to understand that this agenda ain't going anywhere this agenda has been made for over a hundred years and we're, we're we're in it now we're in it now they did their pandemic scare they locked us down they vaccinated us with experimental gene editing technology 
They openly talk about depopulation. They openly talk about hackable animals. They openly talk about people will be obsolete if they do not conform to the new ways of society. So just know that. Just understand. Understand that this is where you are in human history. And be prepared for it. I'm scared. I'm scared of the world out there. So to uh, finish this episode, I'm going to play you a little musical number to, uh, to take us out. This song right here was made in 1985. It's called Kathy Don't Go. Okay? And it's about the mark of the beast. It's about a computer ID to buy and sell. It's about people watching you and tracking you and surveilling you. It's about you being punished for not conforming to the new ways of society. It's by a band called The Family, and it was made in 1985, and it's called Kathy Don't Go. And when you hear this song, I want you to really pay attention to the lyrics. I want you to really connect some dots here when you listen to these lyrics. So, until next week, Dot Connectors, God bless, peace out. Always connect those dots and Kathy don't go to the supermarket no more. Hey guys and gals, get hip with a new craze. Register today for your very own personal 666 barcode implant. No more need to carry cash or credit cards. The price of the goods you buy is now automatically subtracted from your bank account by the computer terminal at the checkout stand. It's fast. It's easy. Okay.
away Honey, don't worry, just take my hand 